we're all geniuses. Yeah. I told Rivers to print out a picture of your face to tape to a chair so that we could look at it. <laughs> Did that happen? No, I'm out of toner. I don't have enough toner to, to capture. Yeah, that, that's, you know what? I think that's okay. Um, <laughs> you could... Um, I don't know, turn your phone on with my face as the background. Oh, never. <laughs> never. Literally will never happen. <laughs> All right. Well, don't leave me alone with your phone, I guess. <laughs> you think I would ever dare change the background from the factory default? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was like a factory. You, I would never forget the factory I worked at. <laughs> yeah. I will always keep the factory as the background of my phone. Uh, That's something an insane <laughs> millionaire would have as their background. This was my first factory. I can't even imagine what kind of stupid factory I would work at, or that would hire me as a worker. <laughs> hey, factories will hire any kind of person. I think it's a it's a good fallback job. General factory person. <laughs> yeah, El Elwood Blues worked at a cheese whiz factory in the Blues Brothers. See? <laughs> it's the weirdest scene in that movie. It's just he walks into the men's hotel and the guy goes, you got my cheese whiz, boy? And he throws him the cheese whiz. And it's it's just a, that's one scene for no It's a five second scene that is only paid off later when you realize that uh, he works at the cheese whiz factory. And that is why he's uh, got a lot of aerosol cans uh, of different types in his, uh, his bag. And that's why he's the cheese whiz boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I could probably work at like the only factory that's still producing CD jackets <laughs> like that is <laughs> probably my single wheelhouse. I had a friend um, send me a text message and she was like, hey, because I've been we're recording, right? This we are all on air. OK, so I've been making this stained glass stuff and I have a friend who texted me and was like, hey, I just found out my grandmother worked in a stained glass factory. Whoa. And now that I'm familiar with the process, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there are so many parts to this work I can't understand. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, what I was like, did she make the glass? And she's like, nah, I don't know. I was like, or was she like soldering? <laughs> was she designing? I want more information about your grandma. And she goes, she goes, well, she did that, and then she also worked at a piano factory. And I was like, okay, <laughs> so this is just some lady with tiny fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is a lady with tiny fingers who did a lot of detailed work, yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's befuddling to me, too. I mean, I suppose, like... Hey, a car has a lot of parts. If you can put that together on a line, I don't know. I guess you could do a piano, but it just doesn't seem like something that you would. You know, <laughs> each person puts down one key. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. Um, I I have a hundred more questions, but zero answers. Um, uh, okay, well, hey, hey guys, welcome to what did you learn? <laughs> With Luke and Monica, I'm Monica Scott. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I've already used this one or not. <laughs> Target on I... my back, lone survivor last. 
<laughs> Whoa, Rivers is grooving. Is this the soundtrack to Lone Survivor? That is a Christian rock band called Skillet. Oh, that Skillet! Oh, yep. Oh, no. oh my God. I've recently been listening to while I work out. Whoa, dude. They, uh, Skillet came to Auburn in probably like 2000, I'm going to go like 2005-ish. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and my uh, uh, this this guy I went to school with who uh, did too many mushrooms and his brain broke, uh, like went there to protest them uh, <laughs> because they were uh, uh, not doing true Jesus music. They were- uh, Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was going to- break hard the other way no no no. like they weren't hardcore enough he was like you guys uh, suck uh the only real music is uh you know organ music and tabernacle choirs <laughs> you guys are uh you guys are fucking uh philistines you're you're dilettantes you're idiots well that's so crazy would he go and like protest any other rock band that oh came yeah through? oh yeah you know well not just rock bands uh he would protest so in Auburn, the big thing is if Auburn wins a football game, everybody goes and throws toilet paper in the trees. Uh-huh. And it's like our school tradition. He would go there and just scream like, false idolater! <laughs> at, at people who were like cheering for the football Wait, team. hold on. Did you describe this person as your friend? A uh, guy was... Did I I that? No, I started... I, I mean, he's definitely a guy who was around. Okay. Uh, uh, who, was, who was in my circle at one point, but uh, then his brain broke. And the other one oh, that was sure. fun was he went to the uh, Salvation Army and was like, is this a Christian organization? And they're like, yeah, it's the Salvation Army. And he's like, well, what is that? And he pointed to an Auburn flag on the wall. And he was like, <laughs> false idolater! And he got like dragged out of the Salvation Army. Yeah, oh, my so God. That was, so that was the last time I heard about Skillet was uh, that uh, this person, uh, who will go nameless, went to Beard Eve's Memorial Coliseum and uh, got dragged away for uh, presumably screaming false idolater at them. <laughs> It's kind of his thing. Uh, and then I brought it back as the band that I now listen to while I work out or have been for like the no. last week. I, d- I have the recently. They're just enough butt rock for me to <laughs> like them a little oh bit, despite being God. Christian rock. <laughs> you're so you're so sort of violently not Christian. Yeah. <laughs> confusing that that this is who you are now well i guess it's just my love of butt rock exceeds my (laughs) hatred of organized religion (laughs) hey man if we're gonna create a priority list here christians got butts too man yeah (laughs) i don't know everybody butts (laughs) (laughs) they would not they some would not agree that they have butts um okay so that's luke um and our guest Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Our forever guest. Um uh and uh the movie we watched was American Meme. Wait, is it the American the, Meme? Um, the American Meme. Yeah, we wouldn't want to like disrespect this one. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have a the <laughs> yeah. I think American Meme is cooler sounding. Um uh, what what were your guys' first impressions of this film? Not enough memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quite, well, quite frankly, zero memes yeah. that I can remember. Yeah, except for the fat Jewish like stealing memes. There yeah. was not. Oh, like, that's true. Like I, I was sure they were gonna have to like talk to the creator of Pepe the Frog and gonna have him be sad that his meme is now a Nazi thing. Like yeah. that's what I was waiting for. It's not about yeah. memes, really. It's not. It's, it's about, about web social stars. media personalities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's about it's about influencers. Mm-hmm. A- and even then it's like kind of barely like so I wouldn't 
I just, I feel like I think about influencers a lot, um, <laughs> which is a bad thing to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I felt like devoting uh, my time to this movie was thinking about them more than I, I ever have or should. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think because, you know, now my work is primarily like running Instagram accounts for, for companies, for small yeah you know, sweet, small businesses that yeah. are nice and good. But Benevolent like, Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but you have yeah. to, like, you definitely come across a lot of influencer bullshit, and it just, I fucking, I hate them so, I hate them so much. And, uh, but this is not really what I would classify as influencers. Like, Brittany Furlan was a Vine star. Paris Hilton was, like, an early tabloid. Like, I guess. And, and it should be noted, the executive producer of this film, if you noticed. Yeah, yeah, and that's why she's like yeah. very carefully <laughs> shown. Yeah, yeah. portrayed I mean, as a, a hot genius. <laughs> but I will. But it is funny. Like I, I think that the weird Paris Hilton propaganda of this movie kind of worked on me in mm. that I was like, yeah. I mean, I guess she produced this movie, but also like up until now, she didn't have she had so little control of her image for so long yeah. that I'm like, yeah, give her this one. I yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say like, I, I was completely unaware of Paris Hilton post about 2007. Like I didn't know. Yeah. Like last I heard her was, she was like uh, uh drunk and had a song and was DJing. Uh, right. And the song was like a weird reggae song. I think we talked about it on the Celebrity Albums episode of The Goods that we did way back when. Maybe. That seems true. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it's like a very strange reggae song that I, I think I later heard some uh like I think that it, it it's almost exactly the same as uh some Taylor Swift song. Like they have the very similar melody and I was hearing this Taylor Swift song when when 1989 came out and thinking is yeah. that the Paris Hilton song but they're they're different. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, no, but it was it was just weird when she, it was like, yeah, I've got two million fans and all of them seem to be, you know, from like broken Soviet bloc countries. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. Paris Hilton is popular in all the places that Limp Bizkit is still popular. Yeah. <laughs> which makes which kind of makes sense. I mean, her like yeah. version of American opulence. Like right. they're just like, oh well, plus <laughs> just like great. plus just like the you know, the delayed inertia of uh, American culture like kind of lapping as a wave uh, across the world or whatever. It's like uh, you know, she's it's still 2003 somewhere damn it <laughs> she's yeah. popular in anywhere where victor drago would train <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. yeah yeah it's interesting like I, I definitely felt like you know it was definitely heavy propaganda for paris and like i it's i feel I mean, I guess we're not, no one's entitled to the real story necessarily, but like, I would like to know the real story of like the sex tape coming out because I, I believe that it was extremely painful for her, but this felt like such a carefully curated from her position thing that I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. The most like telling and sort of like human it ever got with Paris Hilton was when she was just like, you know, sometimes when I'm walking down the streets, I just like, even if there's not a camera flashing, I just hear it. I'm like, Oh, she's got like PTSD. It's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's like, there's there's Charlie everywhere in these trees. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I mean, and even the way it ends with her being like, yeah, so I'm, really investing in vr because i want to like just dj but not leave my house and i was like "Uh oh this girl is so (laughs) fucked up yeah (laughs) we broke we 
broke this girl yeah. to such a crazy That's degree. <laughs> so incredible because you think of like celebrities DJing as like the lowest possible form of getting paid to do nothing. Yeah. But yeah. she found something lower than that. <laughs> it's it's not it doesn't even look it's just like a little avatar. It's like right. you, you could put that on your dog and have your dog run around. It doesn't matter. My dog is DJing this weekend yeah. at One Oak, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah very good very very good um yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't mind paris as much uh yeah the it's, flip side yeah. that being the she they put her next to the fat jewish a oh. bunch and he he was truly the villain of this movie yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, was it He's him most- or was it the weird Kirill Russian guy that I've never heard of? I think the fat Jewish came off even worse than Kirill. <laughs> Kirill just... Can't re- who was the Russian guy? I already forget. He was the the slut uh, slut whisperer. Slut whisperer. Yeah. I, I, oh, you know what? That guy just made me really sad. Yeah. Like I think that he's gross. He's yeah. definitely gross and bad, but like he also like. I don't know, man. He just made me so yeah, sad. Like he just seemed so sucked into some crazy vortex that he doesn't see uh, a way out of. You know, yeah. you know what I saw with that guy. Uh, first of all, I saw that uh, he definitely got his eyebrows did a bunch because uh, <laughs> yeah. every yeah. picture of him under the age of twenty was just unibrow city. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he was like Frida Kahlo and shit before <laughs> before twenty one. But like, no, that guy, uh, that dude has all of the markings of. Uh, I would say within like one, you know, maybe maybe like a five year span, uh, either pulling really hard right and becoming like some kind of like, yeah, totally, like you know, fucking troll, like uh, you know, sort of like a, a maybe even like a Richard Spencer, uh, you know, Mike Cernovich type character, or yeah. just turning slightly right and just straight up rebranding himself as like a Republican politician because he had <laughs> he had because clearly he's got this like you know uh, you know uh, sort of like hatred of women uh built in so he's got that yeah and he's got that like weird sort of like post-trump uh nihilistic sort of you know psychopathy kind of thing you got you get the impression like he, he has no empathy for anybody so he'd be perfect if yeah. you just put well, on, put on a damn like, suit <laughs> it's so funny because i think he started out kind of sensitive like he he started out because he started out in comedy like photographing comedians and he like oh really him? oh i must have yeah. missed that part oh god oh in the beginning of the, when they're first introducing him one of the things that they, they like he shows the camera crew is like he pulls out these old um uh like they seem like playbills from like carolines and like all these like new york city comedy clubs but he kept all of them and they were like some famous comedians some comedians i've never heard of (laughs) but like this is the part where they're showing like clips of like dave attell and bill burr and stuff yeah and it was like i must have stepped out for a second yeah i thought i I thought i I watched every second of this it's truly like three minutes. It's like really quick, but they, they just, it's sort of, they introduce, <laughs> that's how they introduce like how he sort of slid into nightlife because he yeah. was, he was going to comedy clubs and hanging out with the comedians and he wanted to have a reason to be there. So he started photographing the comedians and he was like friends with all these people. He had like oh, a fond sure. memory of like Robin Williams, like dropping in mm-hmm. at Caroline's and talking about how like, what a moving moment that was for him. And then he, he like would also photograph concerts and he took a photo of Nas that is still the press photo that Nas uses. Oh shit. <laughs> cause okay. I, cause 
because I remember when Nas came into KCRW and they were showing the photo and I was like, oh yeah, that is the photo they made yeah. us use. Um, I've been sent this photo. Uh, but, um, and then from there, like he would photograph like events that Nas was going to. And then like some show, like he took, he grabbed a bottle of champagne and poured it on girls while they were dancing. Yeah. And it like became, and that's how it spiraled. Yeah. I saw that part. I I gotta be honest. I watched this movie on an iPad in the waiting room of a uh, tire place. Uh, I was getting (laughs) my tire fixed. That's generally fine for this Um, movie. I think it doesn't really require all of your brain. But I I think, Um, I think legitimately I went to the vending machine to get a little bag of Cheez-Its and that must have been this (laughs) section. Yeah. Cause I didn't remember that at all. The one thing that I wrote down from that section is uh, where he says uh, he holds up a picture of Gene Simmons and LL Cool J straightening their ties and refers to it as an iconic photo. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like I yeah, don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sure, it's that, and then the flag raising at Iwo Jima. You know, iconic yeah. photos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pulitzer Prize all day. If we're gonna but talk like, about like who the villain is, like, uh, I mean, I would say it's probably the fat Jew. I mean, based on his personality, <laughs> but, but like, I mean, in terms of like the most, I don't know. We should say by content? the way, whenever this guy comes up, I always just want to like put out, just in case you don't know who we're talking about, this is his chosen uh, yeah. uh, nom de plume. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fat Jew or the fat Jewish. Because people only refer to this man in anger. And so it always sounds if you're if you're some, if you're some, if you're for, if you're for some reason one of those people that listens to movie yeah. podcasts having not seen the movie, he goes by that. That is his yeah. preferred name. Yeah, yeah, I just love getting like twenty like... minutes into a conversation and somebody's like, Oh, we're not talking about Jeff Garland. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. no. This man has chosen yeah. to be called the yeah, fat the fat Jew. Jew. Sorry, I interrupted. I just uh, wanted to give that caveat. I mean, but certainly Kirill has like the most, I guess, if you want to say like villainous content. Yeah. Of any of yeah. the people, uh, well, I well, Brittany Furlon has some. Stuff oh yeah, too. yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. yeah. That's true. Um, but like, all I could think is that like he. It feels like he doesn't even want to do it. Like he trapped himself into this life of partying that's going to kill him, which basically makes him dirtbag Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> if you remember that episode of Futurama, <laughs> I kind of, it, you know, I kind of like that that element of him. Though I'm just like, well, you know, at least you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> at least this is a ticking it, time bomb. It does feel like it. Like you're you're right. I think that if he doesn't die in the next few years which they really make the case that there is no hope for him having any other outcome. But um, like if he pulls out of this, I could totally see him like, I don't know, fucking lobbying or something. I was going to say, because like he does have that like nihilistic, like he sees no good in the world. So why not just fucking make as much money as possible and do whatever? Right. Like, right. Mm-hmm. like, and, and he, you know, he thinks it's the fucking Russians, man. <laughs> well, and also like, but he does kind of like, he has a weird, he seems weirdly, he's got like a weird romantic side. Cause he kept talking about how he like wants to settle down and have kids and he wants to, he's meet, a Republican. Like he, That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's a fucking well, Republican. He like really wants to meet someone, but all the women he meets are, are like trashy party girls. <laughs> right. He's a Republican. They only see whores and angels. Those are the only two kinds of women. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and it was funny, the scene where all those girls are in his room and he just is like, 
he's interacting with them and he's like sitting on the bed and they're all sitting with him and he just is like so miserable the whole time he's just like making fun of them and he's like <laughs> furious that they're there he's just like oh yeah i don't know and I'm- then that one that one girl, I can't even remember what she said, but she was like, oh, you posted a photo of my ass and I got fired or whatever. No, she was like, I got 150 DMs because you said I had a bleached asshole. Oh, that's oh yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yep. <laughs> yep. This is, uh, yeah, you're, you're, uh, excuse me, ma'am, you're speaking to the uh, future senator from Idaho <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, it was definitely weird. But the fat Jewish is like is more sinister to me because he has no, it is not even conceivable that what he does is despicable. Right. And that seems so much more toxic. (laughs) Like this, like that, you know, the slut whisperer guy seemed to know that what he did was shitty. Yeah. He's just like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get attention. I I don't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) But the fat Jewish is like, what? I'm just making money. It's like not a big deal. I I like, I just see jokes and I just share them. I am a curator. Like, it's just this like millennial thing of like giving yourself a fancy title for doing nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well I, I mean he pawns it off as as like this this thing of like oh well it's just like it's just old people you know it's like the new generation like they don't have this concept of like mine and yours it's like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about yes we do yeah i don't know anybody who doesn't have the concept of like mine and yours and like yeah yeah, and like, and the idea of like intellectual property, which he seems to think no one in his generation has, but everyone he's stolen from. It's so funny. The video, they have a video of uh, LA comedian Barbara Gray in this movie uh-huh. doing the fat Jewish impersonation. And they put it, they put it in the part of the movie where they're like, yeah, and he's like so popular with teens, and then it's yeah. the Barbara Gray video, and I was like, she a hundred percent hates this man. So yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> She's also not a teen, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> She's a thirty-year-old woman. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was so funny. I just, I don't know. Have you found people in your day-to-day life who like brought up that account to you as like, oh my god, have you seen this? Oh, uh, the fat Jewish. Yeah, I, I'm or, actually or that other one, fuck Jerry. Well, yeah, fuck Jerry. The, one that's the same thing. Fat Jewish. <laughs> the, yeah, those are the ones that I know of. I'm actually proud to say that uh, of all of the people in this movie. Uh, Paris Hilton, Fat Jewish, and Dane Cook are the only ones I've ever heard of. So, uh, oh really? I've somehow... I'm pretty online. I knew a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I, know I, the other ones either. Uh, I've I've I felt pretty uh, pretty good. Oh, DJ Khaled. Yeah, of course. Oh, uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah, DJ Khaled. DJ uh, Tommy Khaled. Lee. And I, I've I've honestly, oh, <laughs> I feel like Brittany... Tommy Lee showing yeah. up at the end like the T Rex oh, at the end yeah. of Jurassic well, Park. So I've followed Brittany Furlan for a, a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I. I don't love her videos, but there's something about her personality that I've always been like, oh, this lady seems like she's trying, but she's just kind of annoying and sad, but nice and good, like not a bad person. So for some reason, I just always followed her. And then I remember, I vividly remember one day I was like, is that Tommy Lee? (laughs) She posted a photo of and I like started going through his profile and being like what the fuck is happening and he was posting all these nude pictures of her uh, um that that he would like you know instagram censor he'd put like a little star over her nipple or whatever yeah 
And then the caption would just be like, mine. (laughs) Oh my God. Are they still married? Are they married? Did they, cause I, it's, I don't know if they got married, but they're definitely still together. They might just, they might still be engaged. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, but they're still together. I mean, they, uh, weirdly, I mean, I follow her and they seem genuinely happy. I mean, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, God (laughs) bless them. But but very surprising. (laughs) That's the most surprising because I didn't know anything about, I'd never heard of her. And, uh, and then I'm watching the movie and you think that Paris Hilton is as far back as they're going to go with this sort of like, you know, uh, bygone pop culture thing. And then all of a sudden Tommy Lee shows up. You're like, Whoa, (laughs) what? Tommy Lee. Also, he's not as old as I, thought he was no but i do love though like when the when she does like her little her her little sketch video of like yeah her mom meeting uh uh-huh. being introduced oh yeah that, she, that it's she does like the fake out of like her mom is like oh tommy lee jones tommy lee yeah because i just i love the idea that her mom would be like oh a 70 year old man for my 30 year old daughter oh what a 50 year old man no 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 you must be at least twice as old <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely it was surprising when it happened um <laughs> yeah but no to, to to answer your your original question was have i seen other people uh share fuck jerry and and fat jewish stuff and the answer is yes but it's always like it's it's you know we we you hate to use a slur but we all have normies in our life like it's like it's like when i worked in an office i remember people being like oh my god i just follow this account it's so funny and i'm like don't follow that account yeah yeah that is all stolen content yeah they do not credit the people everyone in comedy hates this and they're like oh and i was just like oh god like who cares it's not gonna matter i saw um (laughs) i don't know if i should say this uh I saw, <laughs> I've also got one. I'm not sure I should say. So go ahead. I saw yesterday. <laughs> we're recording this on the night that corporate comes back on TV, and uh, <laughs> which is a Comedy Central TV show that our friends do and work on, and is fine. Yeah. Uh, but but <laughs> fuck Jerry did a sponsored post for corporate, and I was like, what Whoa. are we doing? Oh <laughs> boy. <laughs> And just just if you're listening to this, because I know there's plenty of people that listen to the show that are not uh, not comedy people, not L.A. people. Mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. when the fat Jewish fuck Jerry meltdown was happening, uh, basically corporate, is, they employ almost exclusively L.A. comedians. And uh, yeah, and yeah, that's hilarious, because when that whole thing and was going down, that particular group of people was vocal, very about vocal, how much they don't like it. The but only reason like- I'm aware of fat Jewish is because of the meltdown that L.A. comedy had collectively like two summers ago or whenever he got signed to caa (laughs) yeah Yeah. well and like and like (laughs) it's just so like i am i am a hundred percent aware of that creators like the creative team of a show has zero contact oh yeah yeah, yeah. so like it wasn't their choice but i but it's just so funny it is funny fuck (laughs) 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 yeah no the thing that i was uh you know what i don't it's it's a uh this this actually uh, unlike the uh uh unlike the skillet guy this is actually is a, a friend of mine who was the was one of the people i saw sharing uh uh fuck jerry stuff mm-hmm. like two summers ago and it's it's uh you know i'm i'm gonna have to keep harping on this but uh he's now like a jordan peterson guy <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so that's really? the kind that's what i'm saying that's where this like weird like 
you know, uh, 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 you know, ironically detached fucking nihilism thing leads to. If you're like sort of even slightly right wing inclined, you just steer right into like, you know, you know, men should be men. Like, you know, it only goes right. one place and mm-hmm. that is like militant, uh, uh, you know, dickitude right. <laughs> basically. But yeah, no, that same exact fucking person who I had to, you know, I had to school in 2016 or whatever it is like, Hey man, you know, these guys are pirates. They steal uh, content from comedians and stuff. Uh, yeah. Over Christmas break, we were, <laughs> you know, I, I made some offhanded comments about, uh, Joe Rogan and you know, how he was a hero mm-hmm. to dumb guys everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> And then yeah. it just turned into a whole thing. And I was like, oh, oh no. God. And then it, I realized suddenly I was like, I was in a room of Jordan Peterson people and I didn't know. And I had, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, God, like, you've all been turned to pod people. This is, uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's also, it's a, it's a, such a slippery slope for, for the average person. It I really think. is. People are so um, dumb. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's just like, I don't know if you're not actually in media or like you don't have some sort of emotional investment in it, I don't know. I guess I can see just not questioning anything and being like, I don't know, this guy's right. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But, uh, what a bummer, but (laughs) yeah, I I was, I was going to say these are basically all people who got, you know, famous online for one reason or another, mm -hmm. but for the most part, it's all people who have, no skill i guess if you want to say they just yeah. are, are I, I mean i guess you know creating vines is a skill and all that, D- but dj khaled he's, he's made some hit songs yeah yeah khaled is a radio or a dj producer yeah right? what am i trying to say music producer. he's a producer uh, yeah yeah he's made some tunes he's a musician yeah <laughs> yeah but but i mean uh, i guess what but I it's mean also is... not what he's known for he's known for uh eating a bunch and getting lost on a jet ski yeah <laughs> and but, and yeah. god bless him <laughs> But they, I guess what I mean is they didn't really have any people who like with, with people who got famous on these kinds of different uh, avenues. There's sort of most of them are sort of this kind of I don't know Jake Paul ish type where it's like okay you do that but what the fuck else do you do? How did he not come up? Yeah. How did we miss the Paul Bros? Yeah. I wonder if they're just they they well I mean I don't know what the relationship is to Paris Hilton but now I'm wondering. If, I bet like, Paris you, hates them for some reason. Yeah, like she's got some sort of vendetta. If, Oh, I bet they've both done shitty impressions of her. Although I guess so did Brittany Furlan and she put her in. Oh my God. Yeah, but I I think Brittany Furlan seems like (laughs) if she ran into Paris Hilton at a party, she could spin that into like a sort of sweet, you know, complimentary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she she just strikes me as someone who could like be friendly and like kind of like spin it. Yeah, (laughs) as opposed to Logan Paul. Right, who would just be like, <laughs> I watched your sex tape. I'm sure that they said something gross about the sex tape, or I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. Oh, yeah, sure. It's, oh, I fucking saw your sex tape, and then I went to the fucking suicide forest. <laughs> I'm fucking Logan you Paul, know- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that ruined your career. <laughs> yeah. Why are you bringing it up? Um, you know who I thought came off like a real fucking dipshit in this movie? She, she wasn't in it much, but that Emily Reddick. Reddick 
Chess, oh, yeah. oh yeah i, I will everything <laughs> she said i was like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i did make note of the fact that she uh she said something about fourth wave feminism and it hung in the air for exactly two seconds before they cut to G- dj Khaled just being like i'm like a lion in the jungle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like oh so you introduced uh, one interesting concept and then decided nah let's go to this guy no, <laughs> what's the no. what's Skidoo man doing <laughs> yeah but i also just like her I, uh, it just i guess because she was the one who said something shitty about privacy so it made me really mad yeah what did she <laughs> say she was like she just was like i can't even remember the exact quote unfortunately but it was something along the lines of like i mean we've already given up our right to privacy so like who cares at this point like i just have to be okay with every photo that's taken and she's in a unique position where it's true every photo that is taken of her anywhere she just has to be okay with being published because Mm -hmm. she's famous but the average person shouldn't have to think that way and it's insane that she's like yeah and everyone should just have to feel that way it's like no that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean and like her i just feel like her points were like just kind of like frustratingly not thoughtful they were just very like she just says this like offhand thing about that's what fourth wave feminism is but doesn't explain it nobody goes yeah, into yeah. it there, she says a thing where she's like i mean people say that this is just for attention but like what's wrong with a little attention it's like that's not a good point that wasn't, <laughs> yeah. a good point. That but, wasn't the point you but, didn't make a point there <laughs> but, but monica she's very hot yeah, she's very. Have you very considered hot. that? Have you considered that? Yeah. <laughs> Counterpoint. She's, she's, she's beautiful. She she definitely has a tiny little body and uh, <laughs> many pillowy parts. But she, <laughs> but she just, I just like couldn't. I don't know. There was just every time she was on screen, I was like, I feel like online she's sort of praised for being this like radical person, and I don't. I just. I don't know. I guess it just made me mad that she's not smarter. I'm like disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she posted that like topless photo with Kim Kardashian and it was like, whoa, she's really sticking it to us. Yeah. Thank you for your boobs. I, she feels a little bit like one of those people that's like, all bodies are beautiful and then posts a picture of themselves. They're like, well, but you're conventionally beautiful. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, post post someone who is like considered fat. Yeah, and say that, and yeah. she would never. She would never. No. Um. So that she just made me mad every time she spoke. She's just. I guess what I'm saying is she shouldn't be allowed to speak. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is sometimes women don't need to be. Able to, um, <laughs> if they're not going to be as smart as I want, I don't know why they have to talk. Um, <laughs> Go stand behind Robin Thick. <laughs> yeah. Also, that I mean, there was truly no mention of like she got famous from this video where the song is extraordinarily rapey. Yeah, yeah. It was just like no mention of like how much everybody hated that song and how everyone was like, hey, don't stop, leave that girl alone, stop it. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I just got famous from that. And then like, I'm just in control of my own message. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, there was that guy, and speaking, it's weird that, yeah, she got famous because she's in the background of a Robin Thicke video. Uh, 
And then there was topless, that fully topless dancing. Yeah. Well, and then there's the well, then there's the other guy, the uh, Matthew Felker, uh, who comes up and it it has like it's weird when they show his name. He's like that blonde guy who looks like Thor. Uh, and they show his name and they show a little oh, like yeah. verified check mark, and then it says zero followers. <laughs> And I was like, and for a second, I'm like, is he in jail? Did he fucking like kill someone? What do you mean zero followers? And it turns out it's that he's better than all of us because he's not online. Yeah. Did you know that, Monica? He's better than all of us. That's uh, yeah, But I mean, he got famous because he's the dude in the toxic video with Britney Spears yeah, for five seconds. That Britney Spears makes out with for a second. Yeah. I, yeah, his whole deal. I, it was not a strong part of the movie because I was like, what were, what did people pay attention to you for a week? Like, I can't yeah. imagine yeah. <laughs> that you had an overwhelming amount of fame. Now you're just off irritating some rural town that doesn't want you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although he did have a, a snorkel that went uh, through the middle of his mask and like up. It was a weird. I wanted that snorkel. <laughs> That's what I, want, I got from him. Hey, I want your weird snorkel. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about him. Um, <laughs> like, he made some... They just needed someone to be that voice that's like, uh, I got famous and then I just turned my back on it. Yeah. But, but like... But it's weird I that don't... you just get two two people in this movie that are just like, oh, I was eye candy in a video once, and now I've spun that into a into a career. It shows right. you it, it, that that in and of itself should devalue fame for everybody. It's like, well, who who the fuck are these people? It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I <laughs> quite frankly would like to have heard they touch on it so briefly about I guess they do it more with the fat Jewish because he does that stuff a lot. But they touch it. They touch like ads and sponsored posts so, so briefly. And it's like, hey, this is the whole thing. What? <laughs> this is what everyone wants to know about. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like. A secret fucking Wild West. It uh, uh, There are no regulations of how these ads are supposed to run or what's supposed to be. Like, there's a lot of shit that's weird about this part of this industry. Yeah. And it is a huge part of this industry. It's, it's all of it. It's, uh, yeah, that, that, is yeah. The weird, that is the weirdest part of it is, uh, is yeah, just, just thinking about how much money there is in it. And yeah, you're right. It's totally unregulated. Uh, it's yeah, it's weird, it's and it, and like I've been th- I was thinking about it. Um, I can't remember why this came up in my life. I think it just came up in conversation. Me and um, this other uh, a friend of the podcast, Emily Faye, we both follow this girl who had a kid. We don't know this girl, but it's just like at some point, we both found this person, and she adopted a Chinese baby who is albino so it's like this very cute little blonde girl okay (laughs) and she posts videos and photos of this little girl every single day and the kid's maybe like two years old now and for some reason i started talking about it with with emily and i like we just started to wonder i was like what is going to happen to these children of mommy influencers yeah because they're the children it's it's weird to me to think about I mean, influencers in general, I already do not like that industry. I think that it is. I think if people are running Instagram accounts at this point that are not honest about the realities of life and only show beautiful things, like if it's just a girl who's only posting photos of her looking her best and never anything else, it's like you're hurting everyone because we're all comparing ourselves to each other 
we're yeah. all like hurting ourselves with this. So I think that ultimately like a lot of this stuff is so dangerous, but especially with like these mommy Instagrammers, she posts these adorable videos and these adorable photos. And Emily was like, this makes me think I want to have a baby. I know I don't want to have a baby. <laughs> She's like, but it's so like beautiful and cute. It just seems like the baby just loves her all the time. And I was like, yeah, it's weird to not ever reference like, Oh, this child had a huge tantrum right before this. <laughs> I have to touch poop every day. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, there's just like, there's no reference to it being difficult. And then there's also no thought being put into like, what this kid wanting privacy maybe at some point in their adult life or like even when they're a teenager now there's the students they're at school with are going to have access to a deep well of embarrassing footage yeah 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 it's like a, it, it's like every every baby is now the baby on the cover of nirvana's Nevermind. Because, yeah because if there's yeah. one thing you want to do to a chinese albino kid it's make their life harder <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, and don't worry. These people live in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, oh, it'll be smooth sailing oh, for that boy. kid. <laughs> <laughs> what it's kind so, of different are you? <laughs> it just seems so. Weird. I have too many reasons to hate you. <laughs> there was this article. I saw this article once that was like about how uh, there was a mommy blogger. Um, I Googled a bunch of this stuff because I was like curious. There's not, there's not like a ton of coverage of like, hey, uh, here's an actual case study of like someone posting a lot of their kid, except for there was like one mommy blogger that was posting stuff of her kid all the time. And the kid didn't know because it was a child. And then, and then at like 10 years old, the kid found out that they're very popular on Instagram and she wrote her mom a letter that's like, please stop doing this. Please stop talking about me online and please oh stop like sharing. The mom shared the letter. Oh, God. And oh, was no. like, I see her points, but this is my life, too. And this is my story. And I need to be able to talk about it. The, the account was like hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh and so God. she just like fucking bullied her kids to like 500,000 people. Oh my God. <laughs> and like refused the kids' wishes of like, hey, don't post footage of me online. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd never considered that we just have like a whole generation of Joe Jacksons running around. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. And like, and like, uh, there, I've read articles about there was one interview with like one of these like mommy Instagram accounts where she said that she would take her daughter places and like men she said a man came up and kissed the little girl on the cheek without asking oh, God. and it's like yeah dude there's probably a ton of that stuff happening and she's like the little girl the, the little girl's two year, two or three years old so she doesn't really understand what's happening but she knows that her mom makes her make these videos and people often want to take pictures with her. So little girl started walking up to strangers going, do you want to take a picture with me? Oh my God. <laughs> Which is also so fucked. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I will say in fairness, I, I did do that to people when I was a child, <laughs> not, not with like a picture, but I would just walk up and introduce. apparently uh, according to my mom, I would just introduce myself to strangers all the time. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, if a, if a child is going to be gregarious, they're going to be yeah. gregarious no matter what but right. like there's just this little girl thinks that like 
it just fucks up this per- this human being's sure, expectation sure. of like how the world is going to interact with them yeah, at such a crazy early age. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, it's it seems it seems crazy crazy to say, but I, I think adult parents forget that what they do at home is their kid's whole life experience. That's what they think the whole yeah. world is like. Yeah. Totally. And like, you know, I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I know there was like an article that was like, are baby boomers the worst generation of parents? Um, and, I, you know, at the time I was like, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> uh, oh, no, Gen X, Gen X, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. It's like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I think these generations are getting more and more selfish Cause I was like, baby boomers were the first ones to grow up in like a very, uh, convenient consumer culture. And so they were right. able to like access stuff quicker and it just like developed this weird sense of entitlement. Right. Well, and, and so I read by think... economic stability of that, of that time, but then you get right. the, yeah, then you get the, the damn, the, the, you know, the, the Nixon babies, the Gen Xers and they're raised yeah. in this like fallen world of American consumerism, you know, they're fully immersed in it, which they still participate in actively, but they're like rude about, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, but then like these millennial parents, I don't know, like, <laughs> I feel like they're pretty bad. <laughs> this, is a, this is a pretty like, because now like I can imagine that I bet kids, so, like, I am sensitive about taking people's photos and posting it without their consent. Sure. Like, I, I won't I won't take a picture of a stranger and put it on the Internet unless they're completely you completely can't see who they are. Yeah. If it's a friend, like I would ask or I would just like make sure they knew their photo was being taken, show it to them maybe before I post it. But like I. I think that a lot of these parents that are just taking photos constantly and sharing it constantly because they feel like we all feel entitled to each other's image. Like that's, that's crazy. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) That's insane place that we spiral to. And I feel like kids are probably like reflexively afraid of cameras. Like I would imagine Mm -hmm. kids are probably very like, no, no, no. Like, they don't want their photo taken. Like I've been around kids that don't want their photo oh, taken. Oh yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's weird. Yeah. But it's not weird. It's because their parents are assaulting them constantly yeah. because we've never had this technology yeah. so convenient before. Yeah. They, they all have the Paris Hilton PS PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder at what point it's gonna be cool to not be online at all. <laughs> I wonder, this is just a, a, th- a small thought I had. I wonder if there's anybody who got famous on Instagram for having like a dog Instagram and then they get they had a kid and their kid Instagram just isn't as famous. Like, are they, <laughs> are they insulted? Listen, there are a few dogs I follow and some... Hey, Harvey dogs- the Pomsky. I ride hard for <laughs> Harvey the Pomsky. <laughs> okay, I'm a tuna melts my heart kind of person. <laughs> But Luke, uh, Luke, Popeye the foodie. (laughs) 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 Oh, also honorable mention to Birdie the Palm. Um, But anyway, uh, Tuna, the people who own that dog, Tuna, who seem to really love that weird dog, like, uh, but they had a baby and it is very funny to see like they post a photo of the baby and everyone's like, boo, boo, more tuna. (laughs) Show me the dog again. Your baby sucks. (laughs) No one cares about the baby. We want dog. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, you know, that's true. That's, uh, I don't care about the baby. I want to see the dog. Yeah. 
yeah, it's interesting. I didn't mean come to back when your baby is albino in Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that truly, that baby is very cute. It's yeah. crazy, but like I, I don't know. I just like I feel like that when that kid grows up, she's gonna be violently goth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Because they dress her like a little adult, too. That's the other It's like all these Instagram accounts where they fucking dress them like little adults. It's so, ugh. It's just so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And now, like, the thing is, like, and I've, uh, you know, uh, I, uh, uh, my day job here in L.A., uh, I'm a uh, tour guide. And so I do small tours with families. So I have a fair amount of, like, contact with, like, adolescent-aged to teenage like kids and they it's it's weird because like the fact that they are online all the time gives them access to like kind of like woke language which is interesting but they still can like torture each other you know what i mean like they're they don't just it's not like an outward bullying now like you're not gonna like they're like uh you know it's like yeah i'm not making fun of him because uh you know he's uh he's gay or questioning i'm uh, making fun of him because uh he's ugly and you know like you know what i mean like like they they they're really they they're accepting of so much stuff but they are not accepting of like just harsh realities of your physical appearance yeah 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 it's uh yeah it's 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 weird um but uh yeah no i i uh yeah so yeah (laughs) i mean it's interesting to think about i mean even just like i posted this thing the other day i got so i got mad on instagram (laughs) <laughs> I, I it's funny because i'm like so annoyed by all this stuff but i also like i personally love instagram and think i try so hard to be a real person on it and to like share things that are like uh oh, you know this was a hard thing today yeah <laughs> and so that i don't know i just think that it's like a responsible way to be on the internet but still be like sharing your life with your friends and stuff right um, but I posted a bunch of things about how I how beauty influencers make me mad uh-huh. um, because I'm a licensed esthetician and beauty influencers are just people who like to wash their face. And so, <laughs> uh, bunch and of like, fucking amateurs. It's just like it's people that are like publishing these like long Instagram stories about products, but the information they got is from the company that sold them or that like gave them the free product. Sure. So it's like, here's the bullet points of the ingredients as we would like you to say them. And it's just like, uh, this is such bullshit. Please don't listen to these people. But so I posted all this stuff about it. And then, um, I had like two or three beauty influencers, like really yell at me about it. I was like, I "I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. You're all fraud. (laughs) (laughs) And I just like, one of them the first one that messaged me uh she was like what makes you think you know more than we would like more than someone who like spends their time working on this and i just sent back a photo of my esthetician (laughs) 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 and then i and then i published a photo of it but anyway i don't know it's just like Influencers are sensitive because they are frauds, I think, and they know. I think they know they're frauds. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it, and I don't know. It's just so strange. <laughs> it's just such a strange world we're living in. <laughs> yeah. Because like they they don't have to be honest about what is or isn't an ad, you know, to some degree. Mm-hmm. 
yeah well it's that it's that really it's that weird thing and this is this is actually a thing that uh uh, uh my uh, co-host on the goods from the woods uh dr pat riley has written about extensively in his academic papers yes he likes to talk uh pro wrestling and butt rock but also is legitimately one of the smartest people i know <laughs> Like al- always brings up the point of like of the quest for authenticity that you know that uh, yeah and it's 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 it, it might be our national disease uh, is that this yeah. like this you know the people wanting to like have an authentic experience or or believe in something or someone uh, and nobody can be authentic it's not it's not possible everybody you're everyone is a grab bag of your influences and how you were raised and your socio socioeconomic status like being being an authentic person is like you know you can you can be genuine but it's really yeah. fucking hard to be original or authentic unless you're just insane uh you know what i mean and uh yeah but it's that sort of thing where you know the, and it's it's how you know capitalism and marketing just sort of infects that need to like have some sort of authenticity in your life by being like no your favorite uh funny a uh, guy with a uh, uh, his head looks like a bowling pin is telling you that uh, <laughs> that you know uh, <laughs> Microsoft is the best uh, phone <laughs> or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's, yeah. it, they're paying for this sense of authenticity. It's why they call it you know organic marketing or whatever. It's feeding on that need for you know somebody to to feel like they're having you know being told something legitimately or having an authentic experience when in fact it's just like it's empty and hollow. <laughs> you know right yeah. it's yeah infusing the product into the personality instead of having the pe- personality like infused into the product like a traditional ad yeah kind of. yeah it's really really weird um but right yeah. it's yeah it's it's like for more people, on that consult ucla's uh library uh dr yeah. pat riley yeah well it's like sometimes some people have a relationship with you know it's sort of a, like a one-way relationship with online personalities yeah where it feels like their friend, so it feels like their friend telling them, like giving them a genuine recommendation. Yeah, to right. Use this product. Which is why it's so insidious. Yeah, you know, when it's like paid for. Right, right. You're 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 abusing trust in a way. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, and like, you know, I just don't know. I guess I don't know if like the younger generation is. They must. They must be able to kind of sniff it out. Well, but I wonder that's, if they. That's what's are ups- able to. That's well. what's upsetting is that a lot of times it's it's almost back to that uh, Kirill, the Russian fucking guy, uh-huh. is like they know, <laughs> and they don't care. You know, that's yeah, yeah. That that's because that's that's the thing I've I've observed a little bit just uh, from what little I know of this world is that yeah, everybody knows that it's a big grift, but it's like you know I don't know it's 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 like wanting to be a part of something or more so than, you know, buying into it, I guess. Yeah. And like, you kind of like subscribe to like one of these corners of Instagram and you're like, well, that's my thing. I'm the beauty girl. And oh, yeah. man, I don't, I, it's like I, you maybe don't have this experience, but like seeing the Instagram pages of someone who is an aspiring influencer is like one of the saddest experiences. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just like, 300 followers and just all these like desperate posts yeah Ooh, uh, what a bummer <laughs> yeah yeah boy if those aren't the longest hashtag chains i've ever seen <laughs> yeah yeah well you know instagram stops you at 30 hashtags so you know <laughs> oh, <laughs> so it's exactly limit. 30 um yeah. it's funny uh the other day on twitter this will kind of date this but the other day i mean everything i have said has dated this uh <laughs> the other day on twitter there was this thing about this like 
wannabe influencer that was trying to do a tour. Her name is Caroline Calloway, I think. Uh Calloway? Calloway. And uh, she's like 25 or something. She's she's like this young idiot who is... I couldn't tell you what the tour was going to be or what she was going to teach, but like this, this reporter did a Twitter thread that was like, okay, I follow this influencer because she's the worst and I just can't stop. (laughs) And she's like, and she has started selling tickets for $165 to come to a seminar with her. (laughs) She'll make you a salad. Uh, the seminar is four hours long and you get a gift bag. And then there was like, it was like this tremendously long saga that was so funny. Can can we go (laughs) to this? I want to go to this. Yeah, um, yeah, I can definitely, I can, we can tweet it on, uh, I'll tweet it. And okay. then <laughs> I want to go. Oh, to the event? Well, here's the thing. So it was going to happen in Seattle, Denver, Chicago, and Dallas, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, she had an Eventbrite page up that was selling tickets, and the events were the the closest, or no, the farthest away event was in three weeks. So they were like coming up. yeah. She was selling $165 tickets to this. She was also then posting like, hey, does anyone have any leads on a venue in Chicago? (laughs) So she was selling tickets to something she did not have a venue for. And then she posted posted one thing uh, that was like, wow, my staff, who was like nobody, she didn't have anybody working for her, but she was like, my staff is telling me that they really think the venue we found in New York is so perfect that we should move the Chicago and Dallas shows to New York because this venue is just so full of light and so perfect. Is, and, and then is she then, the is she the Orange County Comedy Festival? <laughs> it was so funny. And then like and so then she was like, "What do you guys think? I want to know your opinion." She's very like aggressively desperate authentic so she's like i just want to hear from you guys and then she put like a little twit like an instagram poll but the poll was just two variations on yes (laughs) (laughs) okay this person rules actually i like this this is great oh and then there was like a whole side story where she was like wanted to make care packages for the people that attended the event so she was gonna make little mason jar wildflower gardens for everyone so she ordered 1200 mason jars (laughs) and then she was like oh my god you guys like i didn't think about how much room that was gonna take and she's like (laughs) showing photos of her apartment and she's like i had to rearrange everything and they were like taking up half of her apartment (laughs) they dropped a whole pallet of mason jars that's awesome she had them delivered to New York, but she was then going to have to ship them everywhere she was going. And she like, didn't think about that. It was so funny. Wow. It was like within 24 hours, this whole thing <laughs> unfolded. And then she canceled the whole tour. <laughs> so she's just like a one woman fire festival. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that was the comparison people were making was like, this seems like the fire festival. Yeah. The for like Tempest in a teacup fire nothing. festival in a Mason jar. Yeah. And like the whole thing was like, 
so that someone did a Reddit AMA that was like, I went to Caroline Calloway's yeah. seminar AMA and like, and the person was really funny. And like, it, she they were like, you know, I think that she's just like a young girl who like tried, but is stupid. <laughs> 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 and she's like, she did make us, she was posting all these videos of her making the salads. And it was like, Oh my God, this cooking is killing me. This is like the worst thing I've ever done. Would, would like for, for Dallas and for Chicago, would you guys be mad if I told you to bring your own lunch? (laughs) It was so funny. That's amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to send me this. I want to cover this on the, on the goods. This is fucking amazing. Yes. You will love it. Jesus, um, this is right up my alley. I love any any just like prolonged slow motion train wreck disaster <laughs> that involves that involves too many mason jars and I mean, actually hating making salad when you've promised salad for thousands is and then like incredible. oh there was a, there was a whole side story where the she was complaining about a book deal she got she basically <laughs> oh got a gosh. she got a five hundred thousand dollar book deal. that she did not do any of the work for. She just took the money? (laughs) And they gave her a $125,000 advance that now she just Uh, owes them. Yeah, of course. (laughs) She didn't know what an advance was? (laughs) Oh, this is awesome. But, like, this is, like, this is such a peek into, like, what, what influencers have wrought yeah. Like, yeah. Idiots like that trying to like be an enterprise on their own, but they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's sort of uh like a, a divide where there are people who got famous online and then had otherwise successful careers off of that, but it's never people that I would consider influencers ever. You know, like somebody like right. Bo Burnham or Megan Amram or something. Totally. But, I mean, or even, quite frankly, Paris Hilton, you know, managed to, like, merchandise herself into... That was crazy. Yeah. She was making, like, what, like $2 billion off of perfume and stuff? Yeah. Like that is... I mean, it's it's crazy to present that as if that's something she did. Like, she didn't make the perfume. It's not like right. she was making anything. Yeah. Just, like, but she knew, I, to, she I, knew I, to, like, do those meetings and, and move forward with those processes. Yeah. Well, I would say that it's not any more more or less fair to attribute actually you know dr dre didn't make any headphones but he did do right. the, he did the deals so i'm giving her right. credit that's that's wild yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the merchandise is really probably where it's at like i think licensing it's all licensing yeah. hell i mean yeah that's 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 what uh that's what the dr dre thing is i mean yeah the but yeah parasol i mean I, I have to imagine that it's all people in, in like other countries, right? That are buying this shit from her. Like I, I didn't know she had a perfume. I mean, I'm not in the perfume aisle ever, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that there's a world where there are kind of like dorky, um, 20 somethings that maybe buy it at like yeah. a Rite Aid or something. You know what I mean? Like I could definitely picture it in the perfume aisle of a Rite Aid. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Like I was shocked to find out that Kat Von D, uh, who last I heard was just uh, wearing Nazi clothes and breaking up Sandra Bullock's marriage, uh, is now known for makeup apparently. But Oh yeah, I use a Kat Von D eyeliner every day and I always feel bad about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she does make actually the best 
black eyeliner uh, available <laughs> on the market. Truly the only one that stays on my face. Um, uh, if anyone has a better one, I'm open to suggestions, but I've tried a lot of them and I'm, and I always like regretfully purchase my one stupid cat. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I know she's an anti-vaxxer and I think she married a Nazi and no, she she's was, bad. she was just wearing Nazi clothes. She married a, a, a just the, the biker guy. No, she's married to somebody else now. Did you oh. see photos of her wedding? No. <laughs> no. Oh boy, I tweeted it at some point <laughs> because it's, it was. Is it Triumph it, of the Will themed? <laughs> it was like the most hot topic nonsense, like den of vampires. Oh like, sure. Um, she marries some guy from some band. I don't. I don't. I. I didn't really dig too deep to understand. Okay. Um, I think I tweeted it and called her a MacArthur genius. Because um, <laughs> 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 her like bridal photos, her wedding dress was red and her veil was red, um, and it was just I don't know. It was so corny. It was like goth corny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a specific kind of corny. Um. It felt like a Marilyn Manson music video. Um, <laughs> I remember noticing it because weirdly, a lot of people I follow on Instagram were at that wedding and I couldn't understand why. <laughs> but I was just like, why are five or six people I know at Kat Von D's weird vampire wedding right now? <laughs> um uh, no, but I do remember her breaking up that marriage. She also she did say she wasn't gonna vaccinate her kids, and I was like <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your kid is who will bring back polio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she's, yeah, I, I feel like there are a lot of people that are fam that are now just like exclusively merchandise. She's kind of the biggest example I could think of, I guess. Yeah. Well, it seems like everybody like her, like Paris Hilton. It seems like everybody whose career ended around 2007 is now just like fantastically wealthy and no one can quite figure out why. Well, isn't that funny though? Because that does seem like the last era where you could become that famous. I don't feel like that's possible anymore. Yeah. Uh, or, I don't I think know. That the, I, I think that the map to it is so different. You know, I, I I'm inclined to believe you, except that you get the occasional uh, outlier, like the Pete Davidson Ariana Grande thing over the uh, you know over the past few months, where it's like it, it's it's like one of those situations yeah. that everybody knows about because here's here's the thing i can just tell you because i have uh maybe luke can speak to this as well i have uh, very much uh you know middle class middle american parents uh they watch entertainment tonight it's what's on mm -hmm. after the news so most yeah. people in the midwest and in the south and in you know the flyover states and shit when they're watching nbc nightly news they show the nightly news at 5 30 the local news is at 6 and at 6 30 is entertainment tonight and they watch that shit too so like even my mom That's true. even my mom was like do you know that like big eyed weird looking comedian <laughs> guy is on Saturday Night Live who's gonna kill himself and I was like oh Pete <laughs> Davidson uh, yeah uh, yeah I met him once in 2014 when he was 12 or whatever uh, yeah yeah doing sh shows with us in LA yeah exactly so yeah. Uh, but no I felt like that was that that was some old school shit like that was everywhere I thought yeah I I would say 
my parents definitely do not know who Pete Davidson no? is. No, okay. Well, right. but that's 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 my parents. That's not the country. Okay, I think the country right. knows who Pete Davidson is. I think my parents still consider like Keanu Reeves to be like a hot young actor. Oh wow. Okay. I think they're. I think that's maybe the last person that they have in their memory banks. They're ah, really you know. big John Wick fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they just went and saw replicas last weekend. Oh, you know, time moves a little slower up here in Constantine country. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, I I also, I would argue that, like, I don't think... The man of Tai Chi, they were huge on that. (laughs) Is that one of his movies? (laughs) I don't think that our parents are who is... making people famous does that make sense well no no but but my my point with bringing that up is that that crossed over from like internet you know like kind of our our, our generation and down into like the mainstream at writ large because they're both big stars you know like yeah yeah that's true and there was like that kind of weird element of like him trying threatening to kill himself yeah Uh, you know that was hard there was like a lot of there was like a lot of (laughs) shit going on there but still that that to me was i mean you know the first time i've ever seen not ever but the first time i've seen something like that in a long time that Mm -hmm. just kind of like you know went all the way across the cultural strata yeah yeah my parents like they they don't know who like Chris Hemsworth and Donald Glover are like mega stars. They they will not know. Sure. So it's sure. like like through my whole life when I've th- had like the barometer in my head of like famous is like even my parents know him. It's like that doesn't apply. They stopped learning famous people in 1995. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, my mom knows who like a lot of a lot of people are. My mom watches TV all day every day and knows. Oh, okay. <laughs> and is like into it and my dad also like watches i think my dad gets news from youtube i don't know what he's watching but <laughs> my my dad just watches uh he watches the news and then he also uh religiously watches the daily show and every time i talk to him on the phone updates me on all of the roy wood jr segments because well that's cute well because yeah. he came to our show and and i introduced roy to my dad and and uh roy, yeah. roy was like oh it's great to meet you so now my dad is like the hugest Roy Wood Jr. fan and updates me on everything he does because he met him once. (laughs) My mom is uh, even dorkier than that. My mom is very invested in the in all of Paige Weldon's career moves. <laughs> she texts me every time Paige posts something about maybe being like on TV or like being involved in in anything. She's like, yeah. Paige's thing will be on tonight. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then I was looking today um on instagram and my mom like comments on pages posts oh yeah <laughs> like i can't wait to watch this <laughs> oh, she, oh yeah my mom's a big fan of you too. i was gonna say she comments on all my stuff too and i love it yeah 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 she's a big <laughs> fan she lo- yeah she's really into she called me the other day to tell me that she really likes when you post old photos of yourself oh yeah yeah um oh, those I'll- are her favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh man parents are good um yeah uh, yeah. well my dad was like my dad called me and uh you know to pick a fight with me about the illuminati and he was like uh, (laughs) (laughs) but he was like who is like the famous comedian now like the every you know there was like jim carrey and there was like before that was like robin williams and before that and he's like but who is that now and i was like well i don't think fame works the same way as it used to so like you wouldn't like you just i don't know it just doesn't work that way anymore (laughs) 
you don't just yeah. like get handed a bunch of comedy movies and you're the famous comedian now. I guess it's Donald Glover, but I don't know. I don't think that's true. I, think it's I don't Kevin think there Hart is one. Still. Yeah. I think it's got to be I Kevin just, Hart, right? I guess so, but I just don't think I just don't feel like that's how fame ends up happening anymore. Well, maybe, like I think it, Ke- Kevin Hart's the last one. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, cuz he's not like he's not young. He's been around a long well, time. Well, no, but yeah. that, now you got your uh, you got your Tiffany Haddish on the come up there and you got uh you know, there's there's other people in the wings, but I think uh what I've noticed I don't for, think they're famous in the same way. Well, no, not yet, but I, I think if yeah. you, if like all the movies that I've got any comedy movie I've been to in the past 6 months, every preview has has her in it. So I'm like, "Oh, she's yeah. a, she's about to be like the comedy rock, you know." This was yeah. I just need to like quote one of like Devin Costa's tweets really quick. That uh-huh. was so funny. <laughs> where he was like, I feel like we're about to get five movies where Tiffany Haddish walks into a fancy hotel and is astounded. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that seems true. (laughs) But I think the move recently has been to take like, you know, uh, take your like hot action stars and make them funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Totally. Like, like all the damn Marvel movies, that's all they are. Is like, all right, we're gonna uh, take these uh, sexy men and see if we can get some chuckles out of them. Like, yeah, you know, there's yeah, which works probably. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah, yeah. There's there's something very uh, charming and disarming about uh, you know The Rock making himself look dumb. You know, it's it's funny. He's yeah. charismatic. You're like, I can buy this. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, I I don't know. It's so it's just. I mean, I also like. I really actively don't participate in a lot of like celebrity stuff. Like I kind of just, I don't know. I just stopped caring at some point and I yeah. just, well, I'm the same so, way, but that, I think, uh, you know, not, not to, uh, I'm not, you know, trying to toot my own horn here, but if something makes it past my, uh, you know, osmosis finds its way into my, you know, a very walled <laughs> yeah. off sphere, then that's, that's a pretty good indicator that it's like some shit went down. Cause I, I, like I said, I, these people apparently have been famous for 10 years and I only knew Paris Hilton and, and the fat Jewish and only because everyone in LA was mad about him two summers ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I do. I feel like I know Instagram people more than I know, like actual famouses, actual famous people. I also like, I think the Kardashians are like, uh, an unhealthy thing for people to be obsessed yeah. with. I think all that stuff is like so. So I, I don't know. It's strange. I, I feel like a real killjoy about it, but I, I, I just think The Bachelor is like such a such a toxic pox on our society. I just think all that stuff is like yeah. gross and bad. It's it's strange that the Kardashians only got two mentions in this film. And one of them was to make the point Paris. that Kim was yeah, the, Paris's yeah. assistant, <laughs> which I didn't know, but uh, was oh, interesting. Really? No, I didn't know that. I, I don't oh, know. Who I, the, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm that's telling pretty, you. That's a pretty popular fact. People yeah. Like to, that's a popular fact for people that are kind of trying to like trash Kim Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> I would think that'd be the popular fact for people like trying to trash Paris Hilton, because that's almost like the thing where like Prince opened up for the Rolling Stones and the Rolling Stones fans booed him, and then they never had a number one hit again, and Prince had nothing but like you know it's almost like that that kind of thing. Yeah, it is totally true, but um, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. I guess Kim Kardashian moved on to something that is. I don't. I I couldn't really. the The financial layout of what she does is so confusing to me. 
Oh, it's that's <laughs> it's it's almost the exact same model. That's why it was strange that they focused this on Paris Hilton because I'm like, and somebody, I think the only other mention that she got was the fat Jewish saying that Paris Hilton kind of laid out the blueprint for the Kardashians. But that's exactly yeah. right. Like Kim Kardashian and all of her sisters too. Like all of their income comes from makeup and then like video game stuff like they, there's like a kardashian game that's like yeah that's there's like a- nothing but like in-app purchases and she literally makes like like millions of dollars just off of the game I, like well, i think and I've, oh beyond yeah beyond that she has like an app i don't know if they all have an app i know they're shutting down their apps this year but like <laughs> at the same time <laughs> they're, they're like taking- there was some announcement there's some announcement on new year's that was like me and my sisters have decided to shut down our apps, but, uh, which is like, Oh my God, who fucking just shut the fuck up. But, uh, <laughs> but it was, but it's like, it feels almost like I've looked at her Twitter before and her Instagram and it's like, Oh, this photo set, it, it, it feels like suicide girlsy or something. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. like a photo set goes up on an app and you can view it if you're a Patreon subscriber or whatever. Like, like it's like a subscription app where you can see photos of her. And like, I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why you would need to. I Um, think, I swear to God, it's, it's, it's that, uh, the, the developing nations market. It's gotta be like, it's gotta be like East Asia, central Europe, like the former Soviet bloc. Like that's who's buying all this (laughs) shit. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't know. They're, yeah, because it is, I mean, it's just like, it's really, it really does feel like an, also like, fuck anyone who <laughs> promotes that fucking flat tummy tea bullshit. What is that? Kim, what? The, the Kardashians, this is like, this is a big influencer thing. Like one of the early influencer things is this, these like diuretic tea companies will come at you and they're like, they're all called like or flat tummy tea, but all they do is give you diarrhea forever. And (laughs) and the the turbo latch from dumb and dumber. That's and they, but like all, a lot of influencers will push this shit. And it's like, not only is this, disgusting yeah but also this is so toxic for everybody like for everybody's like emotional well-being and physical to like, too yeah it sounds yeah, like it's like this is bad for you it's bad for your body it's bad for your self-image like it's just it's so disgusting to take money from these companies and to like push something that is hurting everybody that's insane yeah i see again i'm you know to, i don't uh yeah that's that's fucked up yeah <laughs> i mean i think i think all of them have done it i'm pretty sure britney furland has has done it like a lot of the influencers have like taken money from this company and i just think it's one uh, of the most despicable things <laughs> <laughs> by the way britney furland i did just want to say about the film i one of my notes uh did you notice that she at one point had a bag on her dog's head a plastic, a plastic bag tied around no. her dog's head. She had Why? one. She had one on her head, which is, you know, if you want to do that, fine. You're an adult, do what you want. But then she had her dog was matching her, and I was like, yeah, he doesn't know it's, it's a joke. You're killing yeah. your dog, you <laughs> insane asshole. Suffocating. Yeah, she's. <laughs> it's it's pretty. I think she's easy to dislike, and I get disliking her. Um, <laughs> she she is also from a town that appears to be called Percocet, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then she, she she also says, uh, "quote I came to L.A. and fell for every scam." And I was just thinking, just imagining her in a Scientology class is really what. Oh I, yeah. That's where oh, my mind yeah. went. Oh, I bet she did. <laughs> and then, like thirty seconds later, they show her 
on an empty stage at IO West or what yeah. used to be IO West. I saw that. I thought, I was yeah. like, that looks like IO West. Yeah, it sure is. And she's just like, and it's just, you know, it's the live theater. And it's like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. An open There's... mic starts in 20 minutes, lady. <laughs> like, she must have, she has such bad theater kid energy. Mm hmm. So like I guess maybe she took classes there. I don't know why. I don't know why they had her. Like because it's just like nothing you know about her would make it seem like she wasn't was on a stage doing live performance. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, what do you mean? <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's part of your story. It seems like you wanted to be an actor. Right, on right. TV, and the, and then you made vines. Well, she mentioned the improv in the list of scams that she fell for. She was like, "Yeah, I oh, took a three hundred dollar okay. improv class with a guy who was in one Geico commercial." Oh, <laughs> and I was like, "That feels that. very that's specific," funny. and you could probably figure out exactly yeah. who that is yeah. uh, if yeah, I just asked around. They showed was probably actually that guy. It probably uh, was. Yeah, that's also that's, that's most improv classes, <laughs> <laughs> and it's also. I mean, look. In the defense of improv, which I don't really do that much anymore, <laughs> like the the goal of improv is not to like get in more Geico commercials. So it's like an easy yeah. way to shit out of your teacher, but it's like not what they're there for anyway. Right, right. Like go see their improv show and see if they're any good and see if you want to listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Um, but that is also like a truism of <laughs> improv in general is that like people will take your money to like give you nonsense notes back. Yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, I guess if you first come to town and you don't know how to choose an improv class and you're just like, uh, okay, this yeah. one, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny. She, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really like her. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't quite put my finger on why. I think she just feels like a sad person that I'm like, oh, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. She to me like I like again I didn't know who this person was but uh, she had all of the markings of a person who would walk into like a shitty open mic like the Unurban or something like that and then just proceed to die on her ass in front of a bunch of junkies. <laughs> like, totally, yeah. yeah. Which mean, was she, the thing she... when when we all first or well I guess when Luke and I uh, first moved here uh, to Los Angeles that was a thing happening like open mics were just random like i guess at the time it was like youtube people it's sometimes you would just yeah. see them and then people would be like oh yeah they have like two million subscribers on youtube and you're like wow they just died on their ass at the fucking amsterdam <laughs> cafe in yeah. north hollywood yeah, cool they yeah. had a weird time here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah totally i remember that i remember that fa- i mean i also remember the vine people like coming around comedy coming around like open mics and stuff why? especially at meltdown oh yeah for sure for sure uh, why did vine go away was it just non it was not profitable i think it wasn't profitable and twitter twitter bought them really early yeah and, and then, then dis- i think pro- dispatched I think of just, them yeah i mean i think that they didn't um I think they weren't making money. I mean, I don't think they. I don't think they figured out how to turn a profit. Yeah, because that seemed to be like, like you know that that seemed money. That seemed to be like you know if uh, if this movie was Empire Strikes Back, that was the point where Han was frozen in carbonite and all hope was lost almost. You're just like, yeah. wow, everybody just seems like uh, you know th- this seems like a, a comet impacted the Earth or something and just wiped out <laughs> all the all these idiots and they're trying to figure out how to get their get their livelihood back. Man, there are some vines that are so funny. 
I really, I really was sad when Vine went away. I never, I, I think I tried to make a view and I was like, I don't get, this is not how my brain works. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but boy, I mean, I didn't really ever like the Brittany Furland type of Vine yeah. accounts. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I mean, when she starts showing some of her examples, it's just like, oh god, this is exhausting. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's even like <laughs> yeah. once she starts doing like her kind of like Silver Lakey character, it's like I've seen this fucking shit ten billion times from infinity yeah. different comedians. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the hackiest shit. Right, right. Well, that's what's funny about her. She got so successful doing that hacky shit because I think she was the first one doing it on that platform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hell, well, that, that's the that's the reason why people do hacky shit is because it fucking works. Well, that's that's literally what the slut whisperer guy says. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, yeah. people accuse me of uh, being lowest common denominator, but like, uh, you know, that's what the most people like. And you're like, I mean, I'm yeah, not going right. to fight you yeah. on that point. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what gets you the widest audience. <laughs> and then him reading his his weird dick jokes to his poor poor Russian parents uh oh god <laughs> that guy i he's he's still it's my least favorite yeah. i'd fucking hang out with that jewish any day over that dude <laughs> oh man no 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 i mean listen as a lady i don't want to go anywhere near that so that, that's guy. fair yeah. that's fair yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i could also, i could defend myself you know yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i mean but also i think that he'd just be like so sad <laughs> he's just yeah. so sad he's just so unbelievably sad and the fat jewish is like I, the fat jewish is just such a sinister character to me like <laughs> yeah he really is just like such a he was already rich right clearly right. it's like clear that he was already rich so already that makes me so mad that i'm like you have you just of course you think this is a fine way to make your living because you were already comfortable and right. you didn't have to work very hard so of yeah. course you think this is fine yeah um so i don't know it just well, is like it's disappointing. Well, they get to the part where where he gets in trouble for stealing and then the whole defense of him is just well they just needed a face for it i guess and it's like yeah, that's still yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. You're still the face of joke theft. Yeah, this didn't yeah. resolve. You're just still a joke thief, right? And then, yeah. oh God, who's is... now? Now he'll say like, "Oh, just you know, let me know if you want me to credit you when he steals your joke." Yeah, that's such like horse shit. Even like when he, I, like, I've, oh, I've I seen find it. right. I've seen people <laughs> like I've seen like fuck Jerry or him. Sometimes they'll like, you know, take the screenshot of somebody's Twitter joke. And they'll they'll cut out the handle and then they'll like put in the credit in the comments and it's like nobody fucking reads that like yeah. fuck you yeah yeah you have to include yeah. the handle in the screenshot if yeah. you're gonna do that yeah that's such horseshit and God yeah I definitely hate the fat Jewish more <laughs> for sure yeah he really makes me so mad I mean he just also like I guess the slut whisperer guy seems tortured by what he's doing and the fat Jewish seems gleeful in what mm -hmm. he's doing. And that is the basis of why, because on paper I would hate what the slut whisperer does more. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but he seems to be miserable doing it. And so I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're, I don't need to, but the fat Jewish is just like gleefully, ripping people off doing these bullshit gross he, i don't like people who are gross like yeah. he just thinks it's like i just think that's 
so uninteresting and it's just like okay you made me feel gross <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. you like slid down a slip and slide in pasta sauce or whatever the fuck that thing was that he did like uh, excuse me it was nacho cheese into pasta sauce so <laughs> <laughs> it's just so i i don't know and then like i think that he was already rich but that rosé company that like liquor company that he has i think is like insanely profitable yeah oh and yeah a, i don't doubt it and it's again just like licensing yeah and it's just i don't know it's just all kind of like makes my stomach hurt right a and now that's another thing he's like trying to take credit for where he's like yeah you know people say like i don't know just kind of like fell into my lap but like whatever i'm the ceo of a like a super successful wine company it's like yeah okay so you just admitted like this isn't your idea. You had nothing to do with this. It's just you're the vessel to get it out to millions of people. And the reason you yeah. have that platform is because you fucking stole content from people who are actually creative and good. Yeah. And, and oh, God. God. Yeah. And his, like, oh, he just, his stupid hair where he's yeah. like, hair erection. Hair erection. Yep. Yeah. It's just like so. He is so satisfied with himself in a way that just makes your blood boil. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> well, it's you like, you have yeah. to see why this is bad. You have to. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the, the actual content that he creates that's not taken from anybody else is all the same thing. It's all, hey, isn't it funny that I'm all fat and gross looking and taking my clothes off? And that's his thing. Yeah, he's yeah. like, isn't that silly? Isn't it silly that yeah. I'm doing isn't that? It, isn't my body silly? Yeah, <laughs> Get out of here. I don't know. There's, there's, there's a small part of me that views him, and this is going to sound bad, but I, I think I'm going to be able to take this in for a landing. Maybe he's okay. He's kind of reminds me of Oprah a little bit because. <laughs> <laughs> take it in for the landing here we go okay so the thing nobody fucking talks about with oprah and i think bill burr made this point on a conan one time but is that like the oprah show genuinely used to be exploitative it was very much like jerry springer like in the early 90s it was all about like oh the, can you believe this family of like you know little people hate each other and then she would bring a bunch of little people on the stage and they would all beat the shit out of each other and she'd be like wow that's crazy and then eventually you know was able to transcend that and you know whatever build her build her you know overall brand on a, on a lifestyle sort of thing and then be able to conveniently sweep that under the rug i think the fat jewish was a it, it, you know definitely built his brand on a bunch of stolen jokes and and uh uh ill will but now is uh you know and i i you know i, I don't know i what is he transitioning to that's good nothing good but at least uh you know he's got his he's got his wine he's got his uh his original content i suppose his advertising i'm not saying it's good i'm just saying that like uh you know there's a lot of people built their brand on like shitty things early on and then were able to like do other stuff I don't know. I still yeah. just all I'm saying is that so Russian like, the Russian guys work. <laughs> the Russian guy makes me way more uncomfortable. Like he's got bodies in the crawl space. Like you fat Jewish yeah. is just living the gimmick. You just see everything about him is just out there. And it's not necessarily good. I'm not condoning it, but at least you like know where you stand with that guy. The Russian guy is fucked up, like in the head. Like he uh yeah. he is really the dis most disturbing character to me. You're you're talking about like uh, you know, uh uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just like, just like abject psycho, psycho psychopathic nihilism versus just like you know uh, a very uh, uh, 
you know, outward narcissism, I guess. I, I don't know. I guess to me, if I had to be in the room with one of them for an hour, I would rather be in the room with Kirill because I feel like if the two of them, if if you said to both of them, like, hey, just like fuck off and go somewhere else for this hour, Kirill would be like, thank you. I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> And the fat Jewish would just be like, man, look at my weird butt. Get the fuck out of here. Don't talk to me. Or like the fat Jewish would just like actively try to make you uncomfortable. I think that's that's something that makes me kind of squeamish about him. I mean, I do think that all of Rivers' points are right uh, here. Yeah. Neither but of them are good. I'm just saying, like, I, I find I find the, the slut whisper more morally reprehensible, personally. Yeah, and, like, I, I, the fat Jewish, that guy, he just, like, he gets a lot of joy out of making people feel weird. And I think that sucks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, no, you know true. what I mean? Like, he, he wants you... He wants to have haters and he wants to make you mad and he wants you to question like why he's doing this stuff because it's all you know it's just like it's just like slimy no publicity is bad publicity kind of vibe where it's just like that sucks oh yeah it's (laughs) like when he's bragging about like oh yeah i was like one of the first people that started fake news It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's he's like, like oh it's so funny oh, that, that i that ruined the country yeah i know and he's just like oh it's so funny you know it's like i like i just like told him something and they believed me it's like that's just a lie yeah You're just, just li- yeah what? it's just it's just edgelord yeah bullshit. yeah it's not like some hilarious prank you just told something that isn't true and then that's it that's the yeah. end of what happened i don't know yeah I, where's the joy of that <laughs> I think what's important here is that everyone sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't Um, know. I I just keep coming back to the thing with him is that like the joke is always him at least. You know what I mean? Like it's like he absorbs all the, he's a fucking lightning rod and that's kind of his, his thing, you know? And I would, I would much rather that than this dude whose entire brand is exploiting women. And you know what I mean? Like pouring champagne on like, that just seems worse. Like I don't know. Like I've always thought that the girls gone wild guy is probably the worst person, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, yeah. who's ever lived. And that and I didn't know about K- Kirill Bitbuchuski until this documentary. But like he seems like oh, it's just, you're just you're talking about the the girls gone wild guy again, sort of. Where it's yeah, his whole thing is exploitation of other people. Whereas the fat Jewish is like it's like yeah, he's just like a weird fat ugly guy, and that's kind of the joke all the time, I guess. Aside from the fact that he stole content like that that part is is bad but really the that is almost you know the more reprehensible part of that is that he got the representation by caa off of the back Mm -hmm. of that you know that the industry validated him for doing that because that's that's like a shitty thing and he should have known better just you know or whatever but it's almost worse that you know and the industry kind of stepped in and was like no this is this is good we should encourage this 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 is perhaps a naive question on my part but like when people go to a party where Kirill is going to be, they go there for that because they want champagne poured on them. They want to get on pictures. his Instagram. Yeah. 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 To maybe further their own brand, to be the uh, Emily Rata Jakowski of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, uh, of the Slut Whisperer, like right. to spin that off into their own thing or whatever, I guess. And even, this is such a minor moment, but like that, 
that moment in the movie where that couple was like, hey, we want to get your name tattooed on us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, that, so, like, it's, it's, there's something interesting there because, like, I, I, I feel like he's, again... Uh, reprehensible in every way except yep. that you there's a there's like one second where he like lets that down for a second and was like well i can't write slut whisperer on you yeah and they're like that's what we want and he's like uh, oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> he <just does> it. <laughs> i guess yeah um but i, I don't know i don't know it's I'm just always, so i don't know i think I, I i don't i don't know if i uh, will come to a consensus on this i'm just always more troubled by the person who has the moment of doubt and then goes ahead of it anyway rather than yeah. just like the anim- animalistic <laughs> it on camera <laughs> right versus like just sort of the like animalistic like nature of like the fat jewish where it's just like all right i don't you know i i am I, what i am and fuck everything I else think, i i do think part of the fat jewish is that i don't think that it's totally that the joke is him i think that to the fat jewish the joke is people's reaction to him which i don't like that much yeah but i I mean i don't know everyone is gross and bad yeah Um, yeah yeah you guys before (laughs) before we like really uh bring it in did you guys have you guys ever heard the rumor that paris hilton is a really big uh ham radio nerd I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? Okay. So this is like there's like a there's like a BuzzFeed article about it, and there's like people on Reddit have kind of like f- figured this out um, that she is like really into restoring vintage radios, and it, and was trying to get her ham radio operators license or something. So she's uh, she's okay. Well, that would actually go right along with because every ham radio operator I know is a damn shut in. So that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. That, yeah, I, I buy so that a hundred percent, which I mean, also like, I, I mean, you know, a kind of like safe way for her to interact with the outside world, uh, <laughs> bouncing off you know, satellites she, and shit. Oh yeah. Not we, using we, your name, using a call sign. Yeah. yeah. Where you can't be taken advantage of, I think in the way that she got taken advantage of at such a young age. Yeah. Uh, I could see the appeal of it, but yeah, there's like, Definitely worth a Google. I don't know the facts, but it is something <laughs> that is kind of like a rumor that floats around is that she's like, and there's a whole Reddit thread about it, about how she's like, they think they figured out who she is and they, I don't know. It's very funny. <laughs> it's R backslash wow. Paris gone ham. <laughs> I, I, f- I think I've shared this before. I used to be a licensed ham radio operator. I'm sorry. You have not. What? Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your call sign? KC zero RSB. Oh, boy. If you Google oh, it, I'm sure God. my name still comes up. <laughs> uh, I think it has lapsed. It, 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 it lasts for like 10 years or something. Did you have but- the license plate? No, my dad does because he still is a oh, ham radio fuck operator, yeah, dude. Hell and yeah. he—I uh, don't know—I guess he wanted a fucking dumb activity to bond with his kids over, <laughs> <laughs> and so he picked ham radio because what kid doesn't love ham radio? Yeah. Um. So me and my brother both got licensed. Um. I did not study for my test. It is a very technical test about like electronics and like, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. And, but it's multiple choice. So I just kind of guessed it and I'm a good test taker. And so, like, at the end of it, I was like, I fucking failed for sure. And they're yeah. like, congratulations, you passed. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, for 10 years, I was a licensed ham radio operator. If you want to Google KC0 RSP. 
What is it, fucking is, is, it K, is it Casey with a K or with a C? What? K it's C. The, the the letters. Oh, K C zero R S B. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my dad just, is just want people to be able to. <laughs> if you got any ham operators out there tonight, uh, look up uh, Doctor Jensen up there. Yeah. And, uh... Well, that. Oh, well, Doctor Jensen is K A K A zero W T X. Okay. Is Pear on there? Is Pear still uh, tearing up the airwaves? Uh, Pear on the air. Yeah. Well, we got licensed <laughs> at the same time, so his would also expire. I don't know what his was. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I mean, I only remember mine because it was mine and my dad's because I've heard it ten million times, and it was and is, I think, still his license plate. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. funny. Yes. Yep. Gosh, did, I love that. Did you guys ever talk to uh, you know some uh, any heiresses in Beverly Hills? <laughs> I can't imagine that my dad ever did. Actually, I can imagine that my dad did, and it didn't register as like anything noteworthy to him so he just never shared it because <laughs> I, I remember one time like this was like six months after it had happened he was like oh hey by the way did i know you like basketball did i ever mention that i uh once went to a uh motorcycle racing camp with michael jordan i was what? like what the f- what you what what are you talking about dad yeah dad? I, I, I knew that what he like are you talking about? i knew that he raced motorcycles you know briefly in his 50s because he's fucking crazy <laughs> um and that he went to like some of these you know camps or whatever where they teach you how to do it but one of them one of them michael jordan was there and what? you know like there were people there like you know before he got there you know like the instructors were like hey michael jordan's gonna be here so just like guys don't like go up to him and be like can I take a picture like he just yeah, yeah. be cool um and I don't know I think he had like one brief interaction with him when they were like getting food at lunch or something but he was saying it was crazy that like you know my dad has his one motorcycle there you know and like a couple sets of tires because you kind of burn through those yeah um but he said Michael Jordan like wiped out and totaled uh his like a brand new Ducati and then oh, after oh lunch, <laughs> after lunch, just rolled a new one out of his trailer. Oh shit! Because <laughs> that's what that's pennies to him. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that was he told me that as like, oh, by the way, like six months later. So it's like, yeah, he may have talked to Paris Hilton and just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, never registered <laughs> because again, she got famous after two thousand five. Yeah. So he or nineteen ninety five. So he wouldn't know. Uh, okay. Uh yeah, and I was gonna say uh the Dane Cook uh shows up in this mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. confusingly has the exact same voice as the fat Jewish. <laughs> Their voices are identical. <laughs> so if for instance you walk across the room to get a drink out of the fridge and the, the TV's going and you're not watching it, you could get really confused by because the voices are the same. <laughs> I assume that's that's too specific to have not happened to you. That's exactly what happened <laughs> yeah. to me. I was like I, I kinda like shut I may have shut my eyes for a moment uh, and then heard <laughs> somebody you know i heard dane cook bragging about how he was a huge influencer and i opened my eyes i was like oh that's not him that's, that's the guy with the hair <laughs> uh yeah and i will say again uh, uh as i've stated uh, many times on uh on my podcast and on this one perhaps for the first time uh the one time we met dane cook he was a really nice guy oh yeah yeah, yeah that's true so, he was great i'm so pissed he was like the nicest yeah. famous comic i've ever met because uh <laughs> i've never been a fan and i don't particularly care for his comedy but boy he's a sweetheart yeah he posted a picture of us on a his instagram on internet, and yeah. like posted like a oh, long yeah. heartfelt like message with it of like 
I just ran into these young comics after their show and, yeah. you know, remember this picture because one of them might be the next big thing. Yeah, I remember yeah. doing this when I was, you know, 24. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, it's like, I forgot about that. Yeah. I'll, I'll retweet that. You can find me at Rivers Langley. I'll, I'll retweet that picture because, uh, yeah, because I had a, several friends text me that day like, you know, you're on Dane Cook's Instagram. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even on Instagram because yeah. uh, I wasn't at the time. <laughs> I think I actually might have gotten on Instagram to look at the picture. I, I think. <laughs> I'm going to look. Those dates might line up actually right about there. Mm. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. He mm. was a real nice guy. Uh, yeah. I I don't think I hate him. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I do hate the tank that he drives around, his ridiculous car. Um, but uh, oh, I've never <laughs> seen it. But I, I mean, I definitely, I, I just feel nothing about him. I know he has a really young girlfriend, and people don't like that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, she, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Like, so does Tommy Lee. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's gonna be like I just kind of don't give a shit. I think um, when people have a really young girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, unless it seems predatory but right um it's like it's like i don't know uh, too frequent for me to like get worked up about it again like i don't know yeah especially <laughs> Whatever, in los angeles like, it's like you cannot let that get you oh, down. Yeah. oh yeah i mean walk down the street and you see like a million like what clearly seem to be sugar daddy situations it's like they both know what's happening they're both adults so i don't know whatever i guess they just (laughs) neither of them are blind to what they're doing so i don't know whatever be happy with each other i guess yeah i i also did want to bring up uh the the last the last thing i have on my notes is uh paris hilton's quote uh when she's talking to her mother and she goes do you have any old photos of me with andy warhol that would be so epic (laughs) oh yeah it's it's very funny that she still uses the word epic, first of all. Right, right. Uh, that's just so silly. She had a couple of weird... There's just, like... she. They were doing that, like, House of Wax thing where they were showing... Yeah, why... Yeah, why... Uh, it, the, no, at no point in this movie was it more clear that Paris Hilton was calling the shots of yeah, this movie. Right, yeah. right. Than when they made a very big deal about House of Wax because it was like, this is... You were just in the horror movie and they marketed with you and it kind of sucks, I guess, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then she just... She just had that, that quote where she was like... One of my worst fears is to die. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, we all have that. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. That's yeah. the last line of the goddamn movie. Is she's just like, she's like, I don't want to die because I'm afraid there'll be nothing and that would be boring. And then it's like executive produced by Paris Hilton. You're like, yeah. what is this movie about? Was that supposed to be an emotional button for no, us? It was scary. It was like everyone in this movie is a psychopath. It's also like the to me her the far more emotional thing for her her story in this movie is that line where she's like I've been a twenty one year old for twenty years yeah 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 and I'm I was sure. like that's fucked up that's yeah. true like and the, like you know the fact that the public kind of like forced her into this position right. by being so starving for it and her not being you know there was just no one knew what to do so she just kept giving everybody yeah. what they wanted yeah well it's the thing they always talk about is like you you stay whatever age you were when you got famous kind of a thing like yeah, yeah. it's like why you know supposedly why like you know someone like uh 
and I'm going to say this fully aware that uh, uh, every everybody must fall, and this might be fucked up in two years. But someone like Tom Hanks, uh, for instance, who seems to be yeah. a pretty pretty safe bet in uh, uh, not having any horrible skeletons in the closet, but God knows we'll see. But <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks didn't get famous until he was like in his like late twenties, early thirties, and so he seems to not be the type of person who would be like getting shit faced and d- yeah. dancing on the table and shit like that versus like Justin Bieber who's been famous since he was fucking like 10 or whatever and right. and acts like an asshole and everybody goes wow what a dick and you're like yeah he th- you did this to every- we yeah. did this to him this is you know Frankenstein's monster didn't come out of nowhere yeah <laughs> yeah the, this movie gave me the same uh, have have you guys seen that movie Amy the Amy Winehouse documentary yes oh yeah, god yeah that's this a- gives me the same kind of feeling in the end where it was like oh we did this <laughs> them yeah like this was this this happened at our hands and like i don't know the media was different in the early 2000s and i i'd like to believe that we've grown but i i I don't know i mean i hope that that's true yeah but it's hard it's hard to see yeah (laughs) it's like hard to see like any (laughs) any footage of the early 2000s and the way she was covered it's just like really hard to watch yeah although amy winehouse was talented if carol bachuski you know drinks himself to death i won't be sad yeah Yeah, no one i don't know if anyone will notice i mean this sort of uh, attempt to like have an emotional storyline for paris hilton is is sort of like part of I mean, this movie is just so unfocused kind of as to what it's actually trying to do. Like, it's kind of telling sort of the story of these people. But, like, it seems like the focus should be the the whole way through of, like, uh, how specifically, like, their fame as it relates to getting famous online and this kind of stuff. But then they have, like, this five-minute interlude with uh, Brittany Furlon just about, like, how hard her childhood was and it was like this is emotional this has nothing to do with any part of this movie <laughs> yeah yeah like, this has why are we hearing yeah this? it's almost like the movie was executive produced with a psychopath unable to yeah. understand human emotions right it's like this well, yeah it's it's, like, it's it's for sure sad but it's like this movie's <laughs> called the american meme where like this has nothing literally nothing to do with what the movie's about yeah yeah you can throw in a thousand different sad stories but there's no reason for them to be in there. yeah i'm sure the vine star guy with the watermelon on his head who says watermelon you know i'm sure he is uh, yeah he's got some sad story to tell (laughs) yeah it's like getting an hour and a half into star wars and then they tell you why admiral akbar so depressed (laughs) (laughs) why why i don't don't, that's not part of the story i don't need to know this Yeah. yeah i mean it's also like when you have someone like paris hilton executive producing i mean who knows what her control of how it was cut together was right but like she is so far removed from what a regular human experience is and what a like regular person's experience with these influencers would be that it just didn't i don't know it's like it doesn't do the movie any favors to have to have them in charge of telling the story right. yeah and it's it's also i think because she was an executive producer is i assume why they didn't have anybody like bo burnham or megan amram i mean those people also probably would have said no but <laughs> it's it's they didn't have anybody who got famous online and then leveraged it into a career that requires skill yeah it's right. anybody or who has like, an outside career is like it's because they put their name on stuff 
Yeah, yeah, and they like didn't go hard on people when they were bad. So like, yeah. th- like it didn't really go hard on Fat Jewish, and it could have, but it's like she's friends with him, so yeah. it didn't. It was just like be in this movie; it'll yeah. be so epic. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that term died when Epic Movie came out, and people are like, "I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. we're done with this." <laughs> Oh man, I know I know a handful of people that still say epic, and they're all such sweet people. But I'm like, oh god, yeah. normies, man. You we're, have we're, to stop. We're all we're all cursed with our our throng <laughs> of normies in our orbits. Yeah, yeah, the epic bacon types really have to. Yeah, exactly. They gotta go. <laughs> yeah, um, they're busy at the Anchorman quoting convention. Um, but uh, I mean, it is funny when he throws the dog <laughs> off the bridge. You know, it's a good movie. It's just not funny to quote. It's never <laughs> been funny to quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Any other notes? I think before we wrap wrap this up. Um, yeah. Um, San Diego is actually Spanish for uh, whale's vagina. No. <laughs> <laughs> this burrito is good, butt filling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I play the jazz flute. Mm. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> scotch. Scotch. <laughs> I love scotch. Okay, Mom, I mean, the meatloaf. Fuck. You guys are Just Will Ferrell fun, quotes. Also, like, I've, I've been at parties where Anchorman gets quoted and it gets a bigger laugh than like a real joke I yeah. made. And I'm like <laughs> boiling with rage. So this is why you hate the fat Jewish. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's kind of what that is. Yes. It's the real life version. Um, uh, okay. So that's a no then. Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah. There's a there's someone named Lele Pons. Uh, that I know. Oh, yeah, I don't really know. I think about it, her. children, children like her. Uh, and I didn't know who she's she was, a, but now I'm. Yeah, I know. she's like a Vine person. Yeah, but there's some old Hollywood star named Lily Pons. Uh, and uh, when I'm with the with a group, you know, doing the tour gig on Hollywood Boulevard, we walk by that, and all the kids go, "Oh, it's Lele Pons." I'm like, "That's not the YouTube person. It's someone else." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, kids. That's not the YouTube lady. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my only note. That, that's just a true note. Luke, do you have any more notes? Uh, no, I Did don't. Did we cover all your stuff? Okay. Um, okay, cool. So then let's sum this up in, in three sentences or less. I feel like this will be easy. Yeah. Uh, Rivers, do you want to go first? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, I've always thought that my favorite time period to go back to would be maybe the Roman empire, especially towards the end. And and now I just feel like we don't have to, we're just, (laughs) we're just watching it. It's just here. Uh, no, uh, the American, the American meme is a film, uh, that should, uh, depress everybody. And, uh, it's, uh, I guess an attempt to rehab Paris Hilton's image somewhat, uh, with mixed results. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay cool yeah um, basically luke. it makes me feel bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> luke do you want to go uh a blonde a jew and an arab walk into a movie <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh yeah that's great we didn't even talk about dj Khaled, yeah. but boy we all love him Weirdly, he was the most boring part i know yeah and know. he's the only one of these people that i i, I have a snapchat 
I don't I haven't watched, looked at it in like two years, but I got a Snapchat just to watch his his jet ski adventures. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I do remember I used to screenshot his stuff a lot because I thought it was so funny. Like there was one day where he was just posting videos where he would like put his hand on a flower yeah. and, and thank it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's insane. But like. <laughs> But now as time has gone on, I do feel like less charmed by it. And I'm more like, yeah, I mean, this positivity bro stuff is so blinders on that it kind of makes me mad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, man, some stuff's not like great right now. Can right. You not just like post these like uh, fan love, just thinking mm, keys. I don't know. I don't know. He has like 20 catchphrases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that were on his sandals, by the way, in this movie. Yeah, I did like that. Uh, that was outstanding. Anyway, yeah, um, I don't think he deserves to be as rich as he is. Is my only problem. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think anyone deserves to be as rich as they are. I think all of <laughs> yeah. them should have their heads removed and their wealth redistributed. But that's just yeah. Me. I absolutely <laughs> believe that they also probably all vote like monsters. Um, oh, oh but... yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is this is not something I necessarily know about. But my brother, for some reason, I was talking to my brother about DJ Khaled like over Christmas. Yeah. And he was talking pear about on how, the air. Yeah, pear, yeah, that's him. Pear, pear <laughs> Olaf Fujimoto Jensen. What a mess of a name. Um, uh, uh, he was he was talking about how DJ Khaled, I guess, is actually like a terrible live DJ. Oh, like in I, real life, like yeah, like in terms of like actual DJing skills. Sure, you know, sure. Um, and he was. He, I don't, for some reason, I don't know if they were both DJing at the same place, but my brother was saying Russell Peters is actually a way better live DJ, <laughs> like in terms of like matching beats and blending music and stuff. Oh my god! Apparently, Russell Peters is like a great wow. DJ, and DJ Khaled cannot DJ. Okay, and it's it's just one of those things that reinforces sort of like this. I don't know. I guess you're a personality, and people just kind of like to look at you do weird stuff. But yeah, I don't know that you actually do anything. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think it is. There's just something compelling about, like, I don't know, like dumb guys with a lot of money. Yeah, because Russell Peters is not. Uh, you know, he he obviously has uh, has his has his wits about him, and it seems to be a pretty smart dude. Whereas DJ Khaled, I'm like, he seems kind of dumb but it's it's yeah. sort of fun to, yeah. He's, yeah he's compelling well, it's, for it's, that reason it's you know? because that's it's also like djing isn't even the thing russell peters does no and he's like better than you at yeah it. yeah i know but that's just yeah. kind of funny yeah. I, don't, I don't know there's just something yeah like i said something just compelling about someone who's just kind of who's kind of stupid but just has tons of money and is just yeah. going about through the world i mean i guess i see myself in dj Khaled. <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs> yeah i mean i think the the Over, I don't know. I don't know. I was just about to make the same point I made a second ago. It's just like someone who is overly, their whole deal is that they're just overly positive. Right. Makes them seem stupid. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, sure. Because it's like, if you're not engaging with the real world with us, I I don't know. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Okay, I guess I have to sum it up. Um, So the American meme is a movie about... (laughs) That's just it. <laughs> it <laughs> and, is a movie. Um, it is a technically a movie. Um, is a movie about online personalities and their rise to fame. Um, but it's told by them 
So it's maybe full of lies. (laughs) (laughs) End of description. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's 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 those two mirrors in the dressing room at J.C. Penney that face each other. So you're just looking down an infinite (laughs) hall of mirrors. Um, awesome. And well, a house of wax in many ways. You know, you just don't know what's real. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, hey, Rivers, thanks for doing this with us. Yes, thank you. Uh, um, what would you like to plug at this time? Oh, uh, uh, you can find me and possibly make me an influencer on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Rivers Langley. And you can listen to my podcast, The Goods from the Woods. Uh, there are many Monica episodes. There are many Luke episodes. There are many Monica and Luke episodes. And actually, the last one we did uh, was all about the documentary Dancing Outlaw. And Luke and I are sitting here uh, playing with the uh, uh, wooden stash coffin uh, sent to us by the subject of that documentary, Jessica White, uh, sent uh, sent me a, a very small coffin uh, that they call a stash coffin. I assume I'm supposed to put weed in there, but I'm not a weed guy, so i got to figure out what to put in my Jesco coffin. But I have a Jesco uh, Woodburn coffin that is now my prized possession. So check out that episode, and uh, and thank you guys so much. Okay, stash some candy in there. Uh, Ooh, good idea. Uh, <laughs> Luke? Uh, 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 what are we doing? Plugs? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Luke F. Jensen. Sorry to wake you up. <laughs> um, okay, I'm Mighty Monica. It's Monica with a K. Also, I started making stained glass stuff and I'm selling it. So go ahead and check my stuff out on Etsy. It's um, uh, search Mighty Monica on Etsy. You'll find me. Yeah. Um, and you can see all three of us in a, uh, in a new Hush Money sketch uh, as soon as I get the footage from uh, Adam Brandt and edit the thing together. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, coming soon. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.